The enemy's not happy with us praising and worshiping God. He's not happy at all. As I was praying back there, God gave me a vision. In the heavenlies, there's a war. The enemy wants to stop God's people from growing. He wants to stop God's spirit from ruling. He wants to stop God's people from praising and worshiping Almighty God. What I recognize is that we are on the right path. We know that the enemy's not happy with God's people being what the Lord says in His Word we are to be, salt. We are the salt of the earth. Salt seasons and salt preserves. We are, we collectively, we the family of Christ, Christ's family, we the people of Almighty God, we those who believe that He came to set people free from sin and bondage, we have a role in this world. We have something to do. And first and foremost, we need to yield to Him. We need to allow Him to take control. We need to allow Him to do what He does best. We need to allow Him to put us aside, and yet at the same time to use us to His glory. The enemy's not happy. The enemy's not happy at all. But to that I say, praise God. We are doing what God wants us to do. And as God rules in this house of worship, He will manifest Himself in each and every one of us. If, in fact, we are His, we are blood-bought and paid for. We are the children of God. We are the temples of the living God. We are those who are on His path. We are those who endure that race. And we are those who are the salt of the earth. It's far beyond our comprehension, as I started to tell the children. It's difficult for us to comprehend what he means when he says, you are the salt of the earth. Salt is of great value. And we look at it as a common thing because we have it commonly in our possession. We throw it on the roads. We throw it on our sidewalks to clear ice and snow. But God says, you are the salt of the earth. And God's not saying that you're something to be cast out onto the roadways. God's not saying you're something to be cast out onto the sidewalks. Salt is of great value. You, the people of God, the children of God, the temple of God, you in that race, you who are enduring that race are of great value to our Creator. You have the ability to take that gospel, that good news, you have the ability to take that out to other souls. You are commissioned to do that. You have a duty to do it. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that word duty, but you are duty-bound by the fact that you have been commissioned by Almighty God through His servant, the one we call Jesus, Yeshua. We are commissioned. Each and every one of us are commissioned to take that gospel forward, and the enemy's not happy about it. 
He's not happy that God's people are filled with God's Spirit. He's not happy that God's Spirit is manifesting in His people. He's not happy that we are praising and worshiping Almighty God. We simply need to stay on track, folks. We see that warfare. The battle rages on. The battle is going to rage on. And we individually are not as strong as we collectively are. The body of Christ is made of many parts. We're all a part of that body. We are all to be allowing ourselves, yielding ourselves, surrendering ourselves. When once we were enemies, we are no longer enemies. We're to allow Him to use us. And when you think about salt, salt is a preservative. Salt preserves that which it is used to preserve. It can also be used to kill. Too much salt, no good. So why does He call us the salt of the earth? Because we're killing sin. We're killing sin by His Spirit. We are empowered to kill sin. First, He takes us and He cleans us, and He preserves us. We are preserved for everlasting life by His Spirit, who reigns and rules within us if, in fact, we surrender, if we yield, if we acquiesce to His will. If we don't hold ourselves in high regard or high esteem, if we humble ourselves and allow Him to take over, we can be those who can set this world on fire with the Spirit of Almighty God. It's not me. It's not you. It's all Him. And we simply need to be those vessels, those pots, if you will. And I've often referred to myself as a cracked pot because I was broken by all the things in the world, and God took me and He put all those pieces back together and He healed those wounds, and yet there are still scars. God says, now, go forth. Preach His Word. Teach His Word. Allow people to know that He is in control, no matter what the enemy does. You know, we look at the passage of Scripture where Christ Himself brought... That, that teaching that you are the salt of the earth. And we find it is sandwiched between two other things. First, that, that list of things that we call the Beatitudes. And secondly, light. So you are these things, and that is how you season and, and bring preservation of life. And we look at those Beatitudes. I have them in my notes, but I think I'm just going to go like this for a moment. And what we see is that God's people, those who follow Christ, are enabled and empowered by His Spirit to be merciful. We are empowered by Almighty God Himself to be humble, to be those who are exhibiting strength but under control. Meek. That's what meekness is. Meekness isn't weakness. It's strength under control. We have the power of God residing within us, and we are able to control ourselves first. We were singing, anything can happen. No, that is absolutely true. Anything, when it comes to God, anything is possible. He was able to take blind people and give them sight. He was able to take the lame and give them the ability to walk. He was able to heal people of every type of malady that no one else knew how to take care of, or very few did. 
And in his time, the religious people were the least likely to be able to take care of the problems of the people. And this is why you hear me speak out against religion. Religion has taken the salt of the earth and it's extracted the seasoning. Our Lord said, if you lose your savor or your flavor, what good are you? You're good for nothing but to be cast out onto the road, to be trampled underfoot. They, at that time, there were salt ponds, and they would evaporate the water using the sunlight, the heat of the sun to evaporate the water to have the salt remain. But along with that salt, there would be other things. And when the salt lost its flavor, it was literally cast out onto the roads because nothing would grow. It stopped the vegetation from growing. It helped to keep the roads and the pathways usable. This isn't something that we comprehend today very clearly because we don't do it. We're not gathering water that has salt in it and evaporating the water out of it and just keeping the salt and using it until it loses its flavor and then throwing it out on the roads to keep the weeds down. That's not what we do. And so when we think about Christ bringing that message, it could be lost on us today. Because we think of salt as the little salt shakers on the tables. But you know there are many different types of salt. There's salt deposits all over the world, almost on every continent. And I didn't research all the continents, but almost all have salt deposits in the ground. And that salt is mined out. And there are still places where water, salt water, is used and it's been evaporated. And you might see it in the grocery stores now, sea salt. Somewhere along the line, early in the history of humankind, people realized if you dipped your meat in in ocean water, it tasted better. And it started evaporating the ocean water and the sea water and, and getting that salt to season their food. And then they realized that it preserved the food that was salted heavily lasted longer. And that started the whole transportation of food from one area to another, and therefore civilization was able to grow and spread. And see, there's a picture there of the gospel. As we are seasoning and preserving, we are spreading the gospel all over the world. And at some point in time, our Lord and Savior promises He will return for His bride. Those of us who are His children, those of us who are His temple, those of us who are enduring that road, that race that's set before us. None of us can take credit for that. It's all Him. It's His work. It's His will being done in His people. And we have to be careful not to let religion, those demonic nations raised in cemeteries that are breaking the Word of God, taking us away from the truth of God's Word, leading us down a path that goes away from God instead of toward Him. And that's what much of religion has done today. And we see it in all the different ways that we see it, folks, and I'm not going to pick on all of them, but I am going to point out one. We have religion that's saying, bow down to the government and do what it says. And we have those with the relationship with God that say, I'm going to follow what He says. 
He says, worship him in the beauty of holiness. He says, forsake not the gathering of yourselves together. He says to pray. He says to seek him. He says to sing unto the Lord a new song. He says his mercy endures forever. He says these things, and yet the church largely is saying, no, no, that's not for now. He says he'll give you those manifestations of his spirit. He will do that. He doesn't say he might. He doesn't say he could. He says he will give you those manifestations. You will experience the manifestation of his spirit. What does that take? Yielding. Here I am, Lord. Or as it's written, here am I. Send me. And each of us can take that prayer and say, send me. I want to be that salt. I want to be the salt of the earth that seasons the earth and also brings that preservation. The gospel is the preservation of souls. The gospel will bring life to all who will accept that new life. We simply need to be those who allow him to use us to draw others into his kingdom. We're not building our own kingdom. We're building his kingdom. And that's his goal for his people. We're doing it for him and unto him and for him. We are doing everything, everything. If, in fact, we yield to him, we are allowing him to use us to his glory because it's all about him. Will we be the salt of the earth? He knows. I think today the enemy knows too. I think the enemy did everything possible to stop you all from participating in the praise and worship today. And that's okay. We found a weakness. We're going to strengthen it. We're going to fix it. We're going to do what we can. We're going to participate as God leads us to get things leveled out. We've got technology. Who's the prince of the power of the air? The prince of the power of the air, it's written in Scripture, is Satan. And so when we're using the airwaves, as we do sometimes with uh, things like this technology, using Internet through Wi-Fi, we're using the air, and the enemy got in today, and he stopped it from happening. And that's okay. We'll get through this. God is going to take control. And we are going to praise and worship Almighty God continuously. Let the praises of your God be upon your lips throughout this day and all the rest of the days until we gather again. And that's my prayer for each of you as we go forward as the salt of the earth. Let us remember that it's written in the Old Testament of the covenant of salt. You see, the New Testament, the New Covenant, he says, you're that salt. You, your lives are living sacrifices, and you're the salt of that covenant. Remember that, because God wants to use you, not just me, not just those that you see that he's using for, for bringing the praise and worship music, not just us. He wants to use you. Do You have a place in his body. You have a place in the body of Christ as salt. Next week we'll look at light, because that follows right after salt. When he says, you are the salt of the earth, he also says, you are light. And a light cannot be hidden under a basket. You don't take your light and hide it, you shine it. 
And that's part of how we season the world as followers of Christ. Each and every one of us have a role, folks. Now, next week, Sherry and her daughter are going to be away, and we could use somebody to help with the music. Hopefully, we'll get that, that Wi-Fi thing ironed out. I believe we will. I trust we will. But we're going to need somebody to do that, what Sherry's daughter does, getting it from the computer up to there. So if there's anybody that has that skill, or if you know anybody that does that would like to do that, please invite them to help us next week. Because otherwise, we've got to figure out a way how to print all the lyrics and you all be holding paper instead of keeping your eyes up where you can see the screen. We want to do what God wants us to do. And sometimes the enemy tries to stop us. God allows it for his purposes. Let us all be strengthened in the power of his might as we go forward in his name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You and you alone deserve to be glorified. Help us, Lord. Help us to give ourselves over completely to you, that none of us would take credit for what you do. Let each of us, Father, be your vessel, that your Spirit would pour out from us, and we would see the manifestation of your Spirit in the fullness of it, Lord, the fullness of the manifestation of your Spirit. I pray, Father, that you and you alone would be glorified in this building. This house of worship that has stood for more than 150 years is a testimony of your faithfulness. As we battle in the heavenlies, we ask for your assistance, that you would break those strongholds that are over this place, over this region, over this land, that you would allow your people, whom you have set free from sin, to bring forth the good news of Christ our Lord, that we would be that salt of the earth. I pray in Christ's name and all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Now, if you all don't mind, we'll receive an offering. And if you don't have anything to put in, don't feel bad about that. We trust that God's in control and He always supplies the need here and beyond. <clears throat> Let's pray. Father, we ask that you would lead us in our giving, that it would be sufficient to meet the needs here and beyond. We trust and believe and know, Lord, that as we share from what you have given to us, you replace it beyond measure. We trust and believe in Christ's name. Amen.